You're listening to the Mobcast Network. Welcome to the Weekly Mobcast, your look at what's happening in pop culture and what's going on in the Mobcast Network. You can follow us on Twitter at Mobcast Network or on Facebook at facebook.com slash Network. Now here are your hosts, Scotty and Stephanie. Testing for a signal. Testing, testing. Oh, I hear you. Ready? I'm ready. Welcome to the Weekly Mopcast, episode 58. Woo! 58. Woo, 58. We're always excited about I know. Numbers. I'm very excited. But 58 is not really a great number. I mean, it's two but it's 60. one more. That's one more. That's one it's more. It's one more that we've yeah, done. Yeah, one more. Or that we're doing. One more episode one that more we've episode. done. One more episode. I'm happy with it. I'll, I'll go with that. I'm your Native American pop culture spirit guide, Scotty, and I'm joined by, as always, your facilitator of fun, Stephanie. Yay. Yay! This week's episode is brought to you by BeccaDoodles.com. Just want to give a quick shout out to Beck. We'll listen to the ad in a second, but I want to give a shout out to Beck. Beck got married this weekend. Well, congratulations. She went to Vegas and got married. That's awesome. And her husband is a great guy, so congratulations to you, Beck. And uh, go uh, go buy stuff from them because, you know, uh, instead of a wedding present, go buy a sticker. You there get you something out of it. So you can listen to the ad now. BeccaDoodles.com, the art of cute. Beck Seashoals is a cartoonist, illustrator, author, and crafter who has a variety of adorkable art. Beck has drawn sketch cards for Lucasfilm, DC Comics, Mars Attacks, and now she has art for you. From her shop, you can find precious versions of your favorite characters from science fiction, fantasy, and superheroes, as well as her very own cast of charming critters. Get prints, stickers, wrapping paper, stationery, and more. BeccaDoodles.com, the art of cute. And that's BeccaDoodles.com. Once again, congratulations, Becca. We we love you. Thank you for being a sponsor. Yay. Um, How was your week? My week was um, busy, actually, with, with all of the Halloween-type festivities. Um, it was busy at work. Uh... I was running our um, seasonal game, which was a Halloween-themed haunted schoolhouse, and um, it was sold out. So, so are you, are you, you going to do something for Thanksgiving, like the haunted turkey? <laughs> <laughs> no, we are doing a Christmas room, though. So, we'll haunted uh, Santa. I don't know. Escape from the North Pole. Who knows? I have I have not been told what it is we, yet. We kind of could use that. It's been hot down here in Bama. It has been hot. It's been like in the 80s for October. It's kind of, even for us, it's kind of hot. It's It makes it hard uh, fashion-wise. I know you don't care about that, but, you know, it's time where I should be. I like fashion. Right, <laughs> but, I mean, not like, you know, not like we girls. It's like, I want to be able to wear my cute boots and, and you know, my all my cute fall clothes, and I can't because it's like in the 80s here. But you but you traded pumpkin spice lattes for that. Well, I love my pumpkin spice lattes. So, so uh, pumpkin spice is over now. Is it? It's all peppermint, right? Actually, pumpkin spice they run through the entire winter season, but it's not a featured drink. Right, I've seen it on the internet. The the death of pumpkin spice, the rebirth of well, peppermint, whatever. Yeah, because they they promote the um, the Christmas or holiday flavors, which are the peppermint, the um, gingerbread, the creme brulee. You know that kind of thing, but uh, pumpkin's still there, so 
I'm happy. I know way too much about Starbucks. This is kind of <laughs> sad. I sound like a Starbucks commercial. <laughs> this is not a Starbucks ad. It is not a Starbucks but ad. But if Starbucks is interested in so sponsoring <laughs> yes, us, yes, right. Please contact me at scottywhite at gmail dot com. We'll talk. Absolutely. Uh, so, uh, at work, did you how'd your pumpkin do? I don't know yet. They haven't released the results, so you can still vote. Oh, okay, so you can vote on this pumpkin. So there was a bunch of pumpkins. You look at the Facebook page, you can vote for them. Stephanie says the stormtrooper. The winner gets what, a pie in the face? What is this? Something like that, yeah. <laughs> so if you want to see me like on Facebook Live being pied in the face, you should vote for my pumpkin, the stormtrooper. Or just request it. Hashtag pie in Stephanie's face. We'll do it next week. <laughs> <laughs> you can request it to break out as well. I'm sure they'll be happy to do it <laughs> either way. I'm just saying, you know, you know, why wait for a contest? If you want a pie in the face, we can arrange that for you. <laughs> I just want to win. <laughs> I mean, I don't necessarily want the pie in my face, but I like to win. <laughs> I got you. I understand. No matter what the prize, it's kind of sad. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> all right, Stephanie, you won the Zika virus. <laughs> oh, yay, I won. I won something. Like, and I would be happy. It's not something we want to win, but we like to win regardless. Right. So we was busy with that, and then um, I went to a Halloween party over the weekend. Oh, yeah. So so you went to a w- We have a mutual friend, and we mm-hmm. both got invited to this party. I could not go. I was going, and then last minute I got called into work. Oh, to, I know. I was to, sad. To, to uh, cover uh, my work's Halloween festivities. Um, so I got to miss out. But you were telling me, and I think this is great, so there was a an, another party happening next door. There was. <laughs> and you invaded it? There was. There was um, another party at the house, I mean, directly next door. And um, we got the bright idea that we would just go over. So, of course, I'm wearing my um, Stormtrooper costume, and I have my helmet on. And my friend, Tulane, walks over with me. And she's in costume and has some crazy, you know, really good makeup on her face and so they just let us in. We knocked on the door. They thought we were somebody that was supposed to be there. And I walk in the door and I take my helmet off. And they're like, who are you? <laughs> and I'm like, well, from the party next door. I just came over to see what you guys were doing. And it was pretty awesome. They had a guy there dressed as Darth Vader. So we took pictures. And by the end of the night, the entire party had come back over to Chris's house. Yeah. And it was great. Well, see, that's how you, you grow a party. <laughs> You just grab people. <laughs> yeah. See, I've never ha- I would have no other guts to do that. I would just stay in my corner at the party. See, I just can't see that. You you will go up and talk to anybody. I, most of the time. I mean, I'm friendly. Don't get me wrong, but I'm not like, i got to go to this other party <laughs> <laughs> next door. <laughs> well, we had some liquid courage. Oh, yeah. I got, I, yeah. <laughs> I would imagine. <laughs> <laughs> some some um, alcoholic blue milk. Something. We had a lot of stuff. I'm not even going to lie. But it was fun. Uh, I heard reports of your husband rolling around on the floor. He was. He was adorable. He was wearing my fox onesie and um, did roll around on the floor dressed oh, as a Oh, I have fox. a question about the onesie. Okay. I have a question about onesies. About onesies in uh, general. All right. So so, I, w- so I have um, another friend who uh, is still in school, and she posted on her Twitter a picture of a classmate in a onesie like three weeks ago. Mm-hmm. And she was like, this is how this chick came to came to school. And then... College? High school. 
And uh, she she tweeted this week the same thing. She well, different onesie, and, she, and I was joking. I was like, you know, I, I, I I'm. This isn't in Mobile County, is <laughs> no, it? No, no, because no. you have to wear uniforms. Yeah, this is this is outside of this backwoods state. You can wear whatever you want to wear. Oh, okay. Within reason, at in high school, and so she posted this this picture of this this girl in a different onesie and said, still still rocking or whatever and and i was like well I'm, you know, I'm proud of her dedication to her onesie here's my question when does the onesie in your lifetime go out of style and when it come back into style so when you're little onesies are i don't know if they're cool i think they're um useful your mom what onesies are great for your little children because number one it keeps them warm because a lot of times kids will kick their covers off of them so they will be completely covered if they are wearing a onesie and you don't have to worry so much about them getting cold in the night right also it keeps the pants up and the shirts down so you don't have to worry about kids trying to take their clothes off so yeah they're convenient they're great I don't know if they ever become appropriate for adults. I don't know because they sell them. Except, well, well, I, I, I'm saying except for like special occasions. Now they, they. S- it's Arbor Day. I'm wearing my onesie. <laughs> well, I mean, like you know, like for instance, Happy Flag Day. Got my onesie on. The one that I have, Ramadan. I bought as a costume. <laughs> it was meant to be a costume. It looks like a giant fox. But I've seen people out out I've in onesies. I've seen people. That out wearing them i've seen people at cons wearing them i have another oh at cons they have like onesies onesie day like, like right group will do onesies it's a thing right. so Which, so other I mean, outside of that type thing people that just wear them randomly to wear them <laughs> they're special <laughs> okay okay That's i just, just want to know like like you know you know at like <laughs> at like what at three the ones that kind of goes out yeah. Oh, and then, you know, back at like 22, you get to wear the onesie again. I don't know. I mean, Jamie's 46 and right. he rocked it the other night. <laughs> because it was a special it was, it was a special occasion. Right. I don't know just, many just, people who wear them. You know, you know, if, and if, hey, if you're sitting there right now in your onesie listening to uh, the weekly Mopcast, we love you. Well, if you're at home doing it, fine. I'm I have. Not, I'm not judging no journey. Yeah, that's cool. Just don't go like. Well, you yeah, do don't go no, out no, no, shopping in it. No, you do you. Okay, go, do you? You, do you it. go. You go do shop. If Especially you, at Walmart because it is acceptable at Walmart. I'm, no, you know what? Go to the Target. I mean, look you, in your onesie. In your onesie, do it. do it. I mean, seriously. I mean, if if you think dressing up like a, a Pooh Bear is going to make you shop better, you do it. You do you. <laughs> I almost choked on my water. I'm just saying. Pooh Bear. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> Wear the Pooh Bear onesie. <laughs> All right. From now on, that's what I am wearing when we start, you know, recording our podcast, you know, okay, live. Th- this is a dare. <laughs> I will. I'm going to start rocking a onesie uh, I, I, every I, podcast. <laughs> I can buy that many onesies. It's going to be amazing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm daring you. I'll do it. I'm daring okay, you. Okay. Next time we do one live, I'll wear a onesie. Uh, well, <laughs> well, I guess w- since uh, you've already mentioned it, let's go ahead and just kind of announce this ahead of time. Um, very, very soon, I was hoping this week, it may be as early as ne- next week, we are going to start broadcasting every episode of the Weekly Mopcast live. I am in the process of renting us a studio. Woo! 
I'm excited. I am too. It looks a great space. It's a place in Mobile called the Container Yard. It's an open office kind of place. And I met with uh, the owners on um, Saturday, and we, we talked about it. They've got a great space for us to to uh, to perform our little show and put on our little show. And um, you know, it's quiet out of the way. We have our own equipment, so we don't need to rent. They they have their they have equipment too, but we don't need to get any of it. And so we're kind of self contained, and that's what they like. And uh, but we're st- we're you know we're just working out on the on the price. As soon as we get that. I will cut them a check or run my credit card, and then we will have a space. It'll be awesome. The downside, of course, of this for me is um, I will no longer be able to wear my jammies and no makeup when we podcast. That's okay. You'll be in a onesie. I'll be in a onesie. (laughs) Which is like jammies. It's going to happen. I'm going to wear my onesie. You wear your onesie. You do you. (laughs) I am. There you go. You do you. I'm bringing it back. I don't think it ever went away. I don't think so either. I don't, I don't, so uh, maybe as early as next week, we'll start announcing it so you can watch it on Facebook Live. Uh, so if you're not following the week, uh, if you're not following Mopcast Network on Facebook, you should start doing that because that's where it's going to broadcast from. We're going to share it on both of our Facebook. So if you're friends of us on Facebook, you can grab it from there too. Right. But please come go to, go to Mopcast Network on Facebook and that's how you can see the live show. And so we'll, of course, it'll still be recorded for our podcast so you can get to listen. But if you want to, you know, watch us be silly and Stephanie in a onesie. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. So you open your mouth about that. You could have just been quiet and be like, "Yeah, that's, I don't know why people do that." You're just like, "Now I'm gonna rock it." I'm like, "Well, <laughs> you done did. <laughs> you done did." There you go. That's all right. Done. That's all right. You gotta be comfortable. <laughs> it's, it's gonna be fun. <laughs> so yeah, we're looking forward to the live show. So I guess we'll also a- announce the other big news that I got today. Yes, let's do that because that's exciting. Yeah. So oh, uh, the Mopcast Network has got its media passes for Pensacon. Woo! We are going to be representing the media, our media, and we're going to be talking to hopefully to some celebrities and we definitely want to talk to you fans out there, so cosplayers and just fans in general for Pensacon. So we'll see you out there. That's February, I want to say 17th through 19th. I think it's those three days. It's either that or the 16th or the 18th. Whatever whatever that weekend is. Whatever that weekend with the 16th, 17th, 18th, that, that kind of thing. Whatever's the Friday through Saturday, we'll be, we'll be at Pensacola there. We'll be, we should be there with the house tax guys and so there'll be a bunch of us out there. So it's going to be a blast. And we're trying to do um, the game show there. I haven't had wor- hadn't had heard word if we got approved for that or not. But you know, keep your fingers crossed. Maybe it'll happen. So I'm uh, excited I'm about excited this. Too. I'm really excited. How Stats put in for a panel for their show. They want me to moderate that. So that will be cool. That is good. That's going to be fun. And so, uh, so you know, we're, we're looking forward to the conventions. We've got yeah, Pensacon and then... Um, uh, I'm going into Orlando in April and doing some coverage there. And then we've got MobileCon in May and WestCon sometime next year. I don't know when that is. I don't know. But I gotta We've got a lot of cons There's coming a lot, up. a lot of local stuff coming up. And so. Con we season. We, yes, we're excited. We're excited. If um, we've got ShockCon, we'll be back at ShockCon this year. Next year. Next year. Yeah. Next we were there this year. We'll be back at ShockCon next year. Um, the sad thing about Shotgun, it, it, it's 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 funny. They, I, I have never been able to get Shotgun and another convention to line up for me, so I could do two of them. And this year, this one may once again stop me from going to DragonCon again. Oh no! Because it's the weekend prior, and I don't know if I can. It depends on how much I save. I would like to do both weekends. I'd like to do the, you know do <coughs> the you know the the just do a couple at least a day in, in Atlanta. Do DragonCon for a day. Mm-hmm. Just do some coverage there and have some fun. And then, or, or Saturday and Sunday, and then 
um, the following week is Shakagon. So we'll see what we can do. We'll see what, but it's like I said, that's September. We've got you know eleven months before we have to figure that out. Indeed, I've never been to Dragon Con. It's one of my favorite conventions. It's I've good heard, show. I've heard great things it's about good it. Show. But uh, the last, you know, Pentacon uh, is giving our, it's a run for its money. I think um, it is a Pentacon's become a really, really big con. It's really fun. Yeah. And so I like what they've got going on. So uh, I'm, re- I'm really curious and really excited. I'm especially that you know I, I have done media stuff with How It Stacks last year. Right. And so this is my first year, really kind of. You know, well, I guess we are driving the truck, <laughs> so to speak, on this, and and so, you know, how stack guys are great, but you know, our 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 podcasts are different. We have different ideas, and so we're gonna see what Mopcast can do do with our interviews and stuff. I'm looking forward to it. Me too. I'm definitely looking forward to it. So so you'll see us at Pentacon. Huzzah! <laughs> That's really good. You and I went went out on Halloween. We did. It was. Awesome. It was awesome. So um, you got your helmet. Yeah. So so tell me about your helmet. Yeah. So if you recall, a few weeks ago, Stephanie got uh, a Hasbro Black Series um, Star Wars Imperial Stormtrooper helmet, mm-hmm. and it fits her head. It's it's awesome, but she has a baby head, so like yeah, <laughs> she's a little tiny head. Right. And so uh, I got and the Amazon exclusive version of the Shadow Trooper, so it's the black version. And uh, I had pre-ordered forever, and it's been just back-ordered. Right. It came on Halloween. It showed up at my door. I was so happy. So I uh, I put on my suit and got a white tie to go with it and wore my Stormtrooper helmet, and you had a, a very adorable Stormtrooper dress. And we dressed up and wore our helmets and went to dinner and then uh, to see the Rocky Horror Show. Yeah. Live. Yeah, we went to dinner at this Irish place called McGuire's, which is, I would dare say, your favorite place to eat. It is my favorite place to eat. Yeah, we got to get them as a sponsor. <laughs> we do. Um, they're Irish wakes. Mm. Describe the Irish wake. The Irish wake comes in a pint, no, quart size, quart size mason, mason jar. And it is three quarters of the way filled with liquor booze different kinds of liquor booze and then it is topped off with hand squeezed orange juice that they squeeze right there at the bar while you watch Mm -hmm. and then they threw in a green cherry and a red cherry and it's the most amazing beverage you've ever had it is delicious um i i typically only drink one because you drink it so fast. I down it. I, it's <laughs> so good. And then I'm like, like New Year's Eve, <laughs> we went uh, to McGuire's for the the festivities because they have a guy who sings and makes you kiss all these inanimate s- objects inanimate around the room. There's a stuffed moose moose head. There's a a, a mirrored leprechaun. That makes you, and, yeah, that you kiss its crotch. It's weird. And a, and a painting of a naked lady and you kiss her ass. Ah, see, I've not done that one. I've done uh, the moose and the crotch. I've done all three. I got, I, I did the, I got called out for the crotch because it was like one thirty in the morning and I yawned. But it was one thirty in the morning and I had a few. So <laughs> we had had a lot. That guy, that guy was merciless. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, so this place is packed. I mean, it's absolutely packed on New Year's Eve, and so we're waiting to get seated so we can eat. 
And so we, but there's room enough for us to go to the bar, and so we get a bunch of Irish wakes and and buy a bunch. There's one of you know one a, for each of us. Yeah, there's a group where we're where there's a group with us, and I just start drinking mine and just not just drinking. And I drank most of it while waiting, and and fast because they they give you a straw, and I'm just like <laughs> right in there. Yeah. Um, I don't remember sitting down. <laughs> no. I don't. I don't know how that happened. I was standing in the bar, enjoying my 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 beverage. Suddenly, I had a menu in my hand, and I was seated. sitting by the moose. And I'm like, "Where did this? How? I I don't know how this happened." <laughs> There's <laughs> a moment where it's like, I turn over and look at Scotty, and he's just got this dazed dazed look, look on his face, like, "What's going on here?" <laughs> so I order another one. That's what you do, right? Right. <laughs> It was great. Yeah. So, uh, but we ate McGuire's, and McGuire's was wonderful. They they enjoyed our our uh, stormtrooper getup. Yeah, we took pictures. We'll post them. And so that w- that was fun. And then we went to the Pensacola Little Theater to see Rocky Horror Picture Show live. Yes. No, the Rocky Horror Show. Yeah, live. Not the picture. Right. Is it just the Rocky? The stage o- version is the Rocky Horror Show. Pen- okay, so p- correct me. That's fine. It doesn't so become the picture show until it's on, on a screen. That makes screen. sense. Logic. So we saw Rocky Horror. <laughs> and yeah, it was great. It was amazing. It yeah. Um. So, we we go in, and of course, everybody's in costume as Rocky Horror stuff, which is typical for going to Rocky Horror. But you know, we wanted to show off our helmets, right? And um. And, and our logic was, you know, it's science. There, you know, it's a science fiction double feature. Right. We're, we're there was science fiction, fiction, and there's two of us. So we're the double. You know, we're science fiction double feature. Worked, my logic worked, didn't it? I thought it was great. But what was so funny is we saw a couple of people in um, in Star Trek uniforms. Yeah, they were wearing the TNG stuff. Yeah, TNG uniforms. Yeah. Yeah. So um, that I thought was fantastic. So at intermission, we had to go get pictures. Yeah, walked over. Like we totally need to get pictures. So this needs to happen. That was fun. And we had, the, of course, they had goodie bags that you could, you know, get where you could throw all the stuff and do the thing, which I didn't think we'd be able to do in the theater because when, um, when I was, um, when we performed Rocky Horror, when I was in that show, we did not allow that in the theater. Because they didn't want to I mean, clean you up. C- well, I mean, we, we just don't want to trash a theater. Well but we allowed all the comebacks, all the stuff, yeah, but, but no throwing stuff. Why do you clean it up? That's the thing. It's, it's, it's Someone didn't want to stay late and clean up. That's all it was. Well, I, I, we were more, con- because there's more things that you throw than just that, and we didn't want people to bring their own because it's you typically um, have the water guns and, you know, yeah, that well cause, like, <laughs> people could slip on water. So that's an issue. You could throw hot dogs. And we—that's a food issue. Raw hot dogs everywhere. Toast. I mean, all these food what, what things. What do you think of hot dogs? I know the about the toast, but I don't know about the hot dogs. I've never done You're that. You're a hot dog. Oh yeah. 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 Gotcha. Gotcha. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> so, there there are a lot of things that they left out of the bags for obvious reasons. Right. So we just didn't want to say, hey, yeah, bring whatever and partake because then it would have just gotten bad. So you could have made a bank if you just did what they we did. We should have. We should have made, made bags. Made bags and sold them because that's what they did. And, you know. Well, I was just performing. I was not in charge of right. collecting of the money. <laughs> so it, it, was, it was a really, really fun show. Um, it was. It's the second time I've seen it, but it's been a while, like a seven-year gap since I've seen it live. 
was I it's really my, liked it. My favorite way to watching it. I will still say to this day the best stage Frankenfurter I've ever seen is Jake Coleman though. Yeah, our friend Jake Coleman. Yeah, he was amazing. I missed him. I was in West Virginia when y'all did it. Oh my! I have I have the. the I might have a way for you to watch it. I like how you started <laughs> to say that. Said it. We can make we can make arrangements. <laughs> I'll tell you how. <laughs> See, I was in Jesus Christ Superstar, and someone um, videoed that, and uh, one or two copies got passed around, and then people freaked out about you know getting sued or whatever. But I still would love to see. There's a copy floating around. I want to see it. Yeah. Because her Jesus. I saw that show. Her Jesus had boobs. He did. Poor I, s- poor I think <laughs> that bothered him though. Yeah, it probably did. I mean, I mean, I mean, it's a thing that happened. We we just didn't. I don't know. No I, one as knew. As the director, I would have, because um, I thought he was was a good Jesus. Right. As a director, I probably would have made some costume choices for him, based on the fact that he had boobs. Christ. D- I understand Christ that. Christ was basically in his death diaper on, on the cross there. So I <laughs> would have draped something across his chest. I got gotcha. you. Just a, like a drape. I got gotcha. you. Because it was just so obvious, and it was it was just it was distracting. It it was funny how I got in that show because you know I before doing that show mm-hmm. I did not care for that show. Really, I love the music from that I, show. It, you know, it, and a lot of people do, but it's it's a it's an era thing. I think. You know, at the time, I was really like, you know, my, my Weber stuff is like Phantom, and I, I kind of like, I like most of the music out of Joseph and the Maze and Technical Dreamcoat. I love Evita. Um, mm. oh, I'm trying to think. I don't care for Cats or Starlight Express. Um, Sunset Boulevard's all right. Yeah. Uh, anyway, um, so I get called uh, Tech Week because they, they need people. They yeah. need people, and they're like, uh, we need uh, Roman guards and disciples. And someone called me. He's like, "Can would you be interested in being a disciple?" I'm like, "How long?" He's like, "Quick, three next three weekends." And I looked at my schedule. And I was like, "Okay." <laughs> so I showed up, and I was expecting to do an audition or whatever. No, they were like, "So what are you saying?" I said, "Baritone, good, you're in." <laughs> oh, okay. So I was like, oh, "Okay." <laughs> and so, <laughs> and I was like, "Well, here, here's here's the um, these three songs you got to learn, and don't worry about the dancing." Awesome. Scotty's <laughs> <laughs> like, I can do that. And then I was like, so what? You know, do you want me to do parts? Or do you want me to do? No, no, just, 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 just sing the melody. Just, yeah. <laughs> just, just sing the melody. Just, well, mouth the words. It doesn't matter. We need a body on stage. We don't have twelve disciples. We need twelve disciples. Right. So I was Bartholomew because they were all named. And there you go, Bart. I was, I was Bart, and uh, I, I did research on Bart, and Bart was flayed alive in India by you know after Christ died. And all the disciples go off to, you know. Well, that's not a happy ending. Most of the disciples end up martyred anyway. So yeah. he was martyred in India. He got flayed alive. There's a statue of him flayed. St. <laughs> Bart. St. Bart, yeah. I know. St. Bart. And, um, I'm Catholic. I knew that. Right. And my call to fame in the show was I gave our Jesus his robes. Because, you know, everyone's all hippies when they come out. And mm-hmm. then, you know, when I, I, I have, <laughs> they gave me the robe. And I was like, I'm the robe giver. And I gave it. And I sang three songs and I made a movie downstairs. And that was pretty much my. <laughs> but I love that music in that show. It was awesome. I like. I would do it again in a heartbeat. I um. <sighs> that was the first time I saw Gene Merle perform. Yeah, our friend Gene Merle. Yeah. I mean, like on stage, other than Ooh, piano yeah, bar. Yeah. I'm talking about on stage. Yeah, Gene Merle is a local 
radio personality. Uh, he does. Uh, he's a wonderful, talented musician. He plays he in some of the local bars around here too. He's um, amazing. And uh, he was uh, Judas. Judas in this, and he was awesome. His voice was phenomenal. I mean, he was phenomenal in that show. I, I think what I appreciate about that show is because of some of the people who are you know, older, like Gene. Gene's older than us, and mm-hmm. our other friends, like John uh, Richards, and um, oh, anyway, they're not much older than I am. Yeah, but I'm saying, but they, but they are older than us. They are older, and so, but and 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 because of the, they have different experience with Jesus Christ Superstar. What I'm really trying to these and mm-hmm. that they had listened to it throughout high school, and they dreamed to be in this. Oh yeah. And you know they all had parts they wanted to do, and they got those parts. And it was it was really fun to watch them live their dream through the show. Mm-hmm. And so I think I think that's that laid an impression on me. And that sh- I love that music because of it. Yeah. So I'm like, I want to be a Herod in the next time we do this. <laughs> you know, I've I've found a role I want to be, and so that's awesome. I'd be a good Herod. I don't. I don't know if I would want to be in that show. I love. I love the Didn't show. I love the music, but I don't, there's nothing in there for me other than chorus. You got right, chorus or, or uh, Mary. That's all you get. I don't want to be Mary. That's all you get. This is. That's what I'm saying. I would be chorus. Mary, I'd yeah. be a hippie girl running around. Yeah, being Mary chorus. Magdalene and the rest of them are hippie girls. So yeah. My friend Frankie was there. Our friend Frankie was in it. I know she was. Frankie in California right now. Hopefully, maybe listening to us. Hopefully. Yay. <laughs> Let's talk about things that you know our audience cares about because I know they don't know half these people we're talking about. Oh, that's okay. They can They're cool around. people. They They're cool our people. friends are cool people. We do have cool people for friends. We d- we actually do. We have very very cool people. Well, you're a cool person. Well, you are too. Oh. So let's talk about The Walking Dead. Oh my God! Yes, let's do the Kingdom. I. If if The Walking Dead happens, if we do have a zombie apocalypse, I want to live in a place like the kingdom. That's going to be my jam. You want to be the lunch cobbler? I, you know, <laughs> a, a cobbler at every meal. <laughs> <laughs> so I let me get this because I, I have may may have misunderstood that line. Um, is it like a f- uh, they have cobbler at every meal, or the guy making the meal is called the cobbler? No, cobbler is the type of food. Okay, because I, because I heard breakfast the breakfast cobbler from uh, Carol, and I imagine like a shoe cobbler for breakfast. <laughs> Scotty White. <laughs> I was, I was like, this. we live in the South. They make cobbler. I understand what cobbler is. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> but here I am watching this 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 giant Ren fair in, a, <laughs> in the middle of a. <laughs> so you're thinking a shoe cobbler? Right, like it was like the cobbler of breakfast, and he brings back the breakfast. No, no, they were saying. I am not the only person who thought that. <laughs> it is the what? I can't be. Oh God! What that <laughs> whole scene was about was about. They have it so good there right, it, that they have their food is so plentiful yep. that they can literally make a fruit cobbler at every single meal. Okay, that makes more is sense. Is what they're trying to but say. I, but I like the idea of calling a cook a cobbler. Here's <laughs> the cobbler of breakfast, <laughs> the, right? The repairer of breakfast, right? Because that's what a cobbler is, or or a maker, a maker. A maker. That is hilarious. Cobbled together breakfast. No, it, the whole thing was about fruit. The fruit bowl uh, at the beginning, the yeah, fruit trees, yeah. the pomegranates. Fruit. There's a whole lot of fruit in that episode. I'm just going to be quiet now. <laughs> <laughs> what a breakfast cobbler. Oh. 
we'll probably call this title of this episode Breakfast Cobbler. <laughs> so cobbler of breakfast. No. That would be nice, though. I like cobbler. Now I want something sweet. After this, we need to go find me something sweet. <laughs> where do we want to find you something sweet? I need some cobbler. <laughs> I don't know where to find you some cobbler this hour. I don't know. But that would be good. Anyway. What's your favorite kind of cobbler? Blackberry. Blackberry cobbler. You blackberry are a southern cobbler. girl. I am a southern girl. I love blackberry cobbler. Well, if you know a good blackberry cobbler recipe. <laughs> I know the recipes. I don't have any blackberries. Yeah. And I, I'm not supposed to be eating that kind of stuff anyway. <laughs> so, um, <coughs> Jonathan Depew, if you're listening to this, I'm not actually going to eat a cobbler. Oh, Jonathan doesn't listen to us. Good. <laughs> there you go. I'm not eating a cobbler. She's eating a cobbler now. She is covered in blackberry juice. I am juice. not eating a cobbler. Blackberries uh, I could probably have. I almost have. brought you ice cream. <laughs> Ooh, why didn't you do that? Because I, I didn't know what flavor you would eat. I literally almost because I, I was craving some ice cream when, when I and I stopped. There is no flavor that I, I would turn my nose up. At. I didn't know. I didn't know. <laughs> I almost, ser- seriously ha- hand to. I don't like peanut butter ice cream. That's the only kind of ice cream I don't. I like. was like, I was gonna bring you some ice cream next time, but we, no, we, you're trying to be good. And I don't want to be evil to you. Tell I'm bringing you some ice cream for your onesie. Mm. <laughs> 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 I'm just saying. I'm going to drink wine out of my sippy cup while I'm wearing my onesie. You better. I am. <laughs> it's going to be great. You're so anyway, let's go cobbler. back <laughs> to the kingdom. Yes, so let's. Where they have cobblers of breakfast. <laughs> so <laughs> if you're not watching The Walking Dead, which I don't understand why you wouldn't. Um, spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Uh, the kingdom is run by this man called King Ezekiel. <laughs> who has a pet tiger named Shiva. Shiva the tiger. And um, who doesn't kill everybody. I don't understand that, but you know. Well, because she's CGI. <laughs> <laughs> I got nothing. I have n- there you go. That's how come she didn't kill everybody. <laughs> she's not real Scott Eaton. <laughs> she's as fictional as your breakfast cobbler. <laughs> That's it. It's movie magic, TV magic. Oh. <laughs> I don't want to play with you anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Take my breakfast. Did you really think that was a real tiger? No, I know it wasn't okay, a real tiger. There. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> I'm just wondering in the in the world of The Walking Dead, why doesn't that tiger kill everybody? Because she has formed a bond of trust with Ezekiel. Yeah, but not she, everybody else. Everyone else should be like. She does kill for him. Like it's got to be like. She does. That Everybody's like walking beef jerky. <laughs> in the, in the, you want another big, huge spoiler alert? You want to hear what she does in the comics? It's awesome. They may not do it in the um, episodes. You're thinking, do I want to know? Uh, it's not that I don't want to know. I don't know if I want to spoil it for our Okay, well, let's leave it alone. Because, you know, I know. She'll I, fight when she needs to. Because I'll put it this way. I uh, She will. I, since some people I, since I have not um, watched The Walking Dead until this season, I've missed. I have to figure out what season Beth was in Atlanta. That was a that, seriously. I don't. I, I didn't. I finished that. But she was still alive at the end of that episode, I think, or I missed it. But I know she's dead. <laughs> mm-hmm. And so I. I don't. I was so excited when she died. I was not a big right, so fan. I like Beth. I, I thought like, she was useless. Oh, well, I, I like her and Daryl together. I kind of like that dynamic. I, I liked that for the in, the... in the walking... In the world of The Walking Dead... Where tigers are not real and there's no breakfast cobblers. All <laughs> of these seasons, 
you've you have people hooking up. You've got people hooking up here and hooking up there and having romance and having sex. Uh, and, uh, uh, and you have this good-looking guy that all the girls around the world are like swooning over that has not hooked up with anybody on the show. I mean, as far as his character. Maybe How he's trying to find the right one. Or perhaps he's looking for a dude. He might be now. Or a tiger. <laughs> Or a tiger. <laughs> there was some rumor that his character might be gay, which would be fine. I just feel like Daryl needs somebody. He got the group. Right now, he doesn't. No, he got a different group. <laughs> He's got a group. <laughs> so, because I don't know, do they find out that Beth dies? Yes, Beth dies in front of them. This is what happens. <laughs> she's in what had happened was she's in the hospital. You know the hospital in Atlanta, yeah. Right, and she's kind of trapped there. Right, because that place is terrible. Right, they find out where she is. They go in to rescue her. Okay. Oh, oh gotcha. And um, they actually do rescue her. I mean, like for real, rescue her for realsies. And Beth, like an idiot, loses her shit, and instead of going with the group. She grabs a gun and goes to shoot the person that was her captor. The police officer chick? Yeah. And um, shoots that person, and then someone else pulls out a gun and shoots her. Oh. Beth. Poor Beth. So had she just gone with her group when they rescued her, she would have been fine. But no, she got shot in front of everybody. And then they show the scene of Daryl. You know, holding her in his arms, walking out of the hospital with her. And then at that time, Maggie and Maggie is walking up with the other half of the group, you know, because right. they, they're two groups. Maggie's one sees them and has her breakdown. And I'm like, you know, had Beth just kept her mouth shut. Because that was Maggie's sister, right? Mm hmm. Okay. I, it's been, like I said, it's been a while. Think been about this now. Maggie has lost her mother at the very beginning, her father. Her sister, and now her husband. She's like Carol. <laughs> <laughs> so let's go, let's get back to this kingdom. Now. All right, sorry. So, so he runs this place, almost like like a medieval kingdom, as far as he's got his knights that are wearing this armor from whatever sports store they got it from. <laughs> right, they were like the, like the, football the sports pads. authority, and yeah. they got yeah, <laughs> we're so all under armor, we're ready to go. Yeah, they've got all this like you know sports equipment on, and they're riding horses, and they've got their swords and whatnot, and um. So he's got that going on. They've got this other guy giving horse riding lessons. They have school. They've got um, all of this wonderful, wonderful stuff going on. They've got a vineyard. They've got fruit trees. They have um, produce. They've got um, means to go hunting, which is kind of ironic what they're doing. Um, the saviors, of course, have have come and you know made a deal with them where they get pigs from them right and um so what they do what the king has has done is he is allowing these pigs to feed on on zombies on dead flesh it with hopes to poison the saviors eventually so it's kind of cool do you think very smart do you think do I think that's what they're doing? Yeah. Yes, because that's what he said so on the Talking Dead. Oh, okay, I missed that part. Yeah. 
I'm pretty sure. Or is, that's what, what he, he said. What he thinks, I guess, because they don't know either. No, but that's the um, the actor that plays Ezekiel. Mm-hmm. You, you know, who is like a really famous voice actor. Oh, he is. He and he has an amazing voice. Oh, yeah, a great voice. Um, so, so he's done a go. IMDb him. His list was huge. It was, and he's not British, which is hilarious. Which is because everybody, almost everybody else on that show is right. So. Surprisingly enough, and he said he even said in the interview, he's like, "Nope, I've never been British. Never been British." Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, so, so uh, uh, Morgan wheels Carol up to meet um, King Ezekiel, and she is just not having it. She is. Oh, like she cracks me up. She, <laughs> you, you sh- she's sitting there in the chair, and the look on her face, literally, is she wants to laugh, but not in a. Like she's having fun way, like in a like, are you kidding me kind right, of way? Because you've got a dude kind of dressed up like a lost boy with like an elderly Adam Duritz hairdo, <laughs> calling, with a tiger. Him, calling himself the king, and with a tiger. And he's on stage in a in a looks like a little community theater on a stage with this medieval looking backdrop, right? Which and is it, makes it even more. And his right hand man Jerry. And right hand man Jerry. <laughs> Who is hilarious. Jerry's my favorite character on the show right now. Jerry <laughs> is hilarious. He's going to be a big character. And he's Jerry just has this sense of humor. And he and he knows this. I mean, you could tell by Jerry he knows this is all a bunch of crap. But he's playing along and having a good time with well, it. Well, I just think he's not bright. <laughs> oh, no. I think he literally is just Deuces. Like, I think Jerry is like, you know what? <laughs> I got a good gig here. So, so Carol, you know, Carol can't. She's trying not to laugh, but she can't say anything or whatever. And Ezekiel's all like, you know, I've given you all this. You can't say anything. And I'm like, Carol, just talk to the man. The man has a tiger. If I if they wheel me up <laughs> and a dude in the tiger says hello, I'm saying hello back because I don't want to be eaten by a tiger. Right. And Carol's like, I'm just so happy. <laughs> but, but Carol has seen, she has seen some stuff, right? She's been through a lot. There's no, there's, I don't think it's not, it's not within the realm of possibility that, that if she doesn't behave, she knows she'll get thrown to this tiger. So I don't know why, like, out of all the bad stuff that's happened, why, I don't get the why just, you know. I really thought that she really literally was speechless because she, she is. I, well, I she kept telling her everything was make believe and play like she just couldn't believe because she's she's on the she's not buying into it because they have it so good. Yeah, she's a realist, and you know she just th- I think that she sees that everything is just so ridiculous. Right, it's just like oh you you got zombies out there trying to eat you, and you're playing Renfair. Yeah, but you know I don't even think the zombies are the worst part of it. I uh, know. Well, no, they're not. <laughs> the zombies, the people, the other people. But yeah, I think Carol is like, what is going on here? But it was it was good. It was a good episode. In the end, of course, um, she let her guard down and. Ezekiel let his guard down, and they, they came to out. an agreement. Huh? <laughs> no, I'm sorry. Different episode. <laughs> they came to an agreement, and Carol now lives next door. So <laughs> I want to I want to talk about the saviors. Yes. Because I'm two episodes in, and I'm annoyed by them. They're a group of assholes. Right. Um, I'm trying to put this delicately. 
Well, we talked about this a little bit. Yeah, mm-hmm. guess um, when we were out on Halloween, but I want to address this, and people can listen and they can chime in if they want to. But so I'm Negan, mm-hmm. and I have gathered the strongest rednecks I could find because that's what they is a group of good old boys, right? And our group of good old boys are tough. And we're tough enough t- to drive fear into the local communities to get them to give us stuff. Right. That's a good thing going. They don't have to be assholes on top of it to maintain this. And wh- a reason why I say this is when, when the saviors come to pick up the pigs from the kingdom, there's some dude that uh, picks a fight because cause the kingdom people can't fight back. Because that would be a, that would cause a conflict. The thing is with Negan's people is he's got so many people, it's sheer number, right? That so of course these other, in order to protect their own little groups, they pretty much have to do what he says. So it's easier for them to work out an agreement, and they don't. Of course, if they do fight then somebody's going to get killed and it's going to be one of them. Right. So they, right. Yeah, so they don't fight back. But they will. That's the thing. They will eventually. That's the thing. You could show dominance. Mm-hmm. and be, like, like in the first episode, Negan, the whole display for the first episode is to establish Negan's power. Right. Uh, and so... Establish dom- because, dominance. Because what this is is... Aesop's fable of the ants and the grasshoppers mm. in The Walking Dead style. Right. Negan is the grass is the grasshopper. Everyone else is ants. That's what this is, is going on. And, uh, you know, there's a th- scene in Bugs Life about it. I'll play it. There was that ant that stood up to me. Yeah, but we can forget about him. Yeah, it was just one ant. Ooh. <laughs> one ant. <laughs> yeah, you're right. It's just one ant. Yeah, boss. They're puny. Hmm, puny? Say, let's pretend this grain is a puny little ant. Did that hurt? <laughs> nope. Well, how about this one? Are you kidding? <laughs> well, how about this? You let one ant stand up to us, then they all might stand up. Those puny little ants outnumber us a hundred to one. And if they ever figure that out, there goes our way of life. It's not about food. It's about keeping those ants in line. That's why we're going back. Does anybody else want to stay? We just listened to the little speech in, in, in A Bug's Life. But here's the thing. The, the problem with having the little renegade guys pick fights is that it's going to cause these groups to uprise. Right. And that's just poor leadership. <laughs> and, it is poor leadership. And, and, and like Simon is, I, I really had a problem with this scene because Simon's there and Simon's Negan's right-hand man and he lets it go. It 
Nick, like if I was Negan and I found out, I would have cut that dude's arms off. I see. Beat him to death with them. I agree with you as far as it. Yeah, they're. It's going to cause them problems in the long run because all these other communities are going to band Unnecessary together. Unnecessary problems. Them. Right. Um, but you kind of nailed it when you said rednecks. Right. He's he's banded together a bunch of. I'm not, and please, I'm not saying rednecks are not intelligent, but the type of people that he has gotten together are not necessarily uh, known for their intelligence right. or strategy. They're muscle. They're right. muscle. Right. They're, they're, and. He, he's got the non-college blue collar worker. I, I got you. And he, they are just. Probably guys with criminal records. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So they're not thinking of, well, you know, they're just getting out there being assholes. They're being tough. You know, I can make you do this. I can punch you and you can't do anything about it. I can blah, blah, blah. And so they do it. I hope Negan finds out and cuts that guy's arms off. Because. Negan is smart, but he can't physically be there to control all of his men all the time. But, but, I disagree with that. And I'll tell you why I disagree with that. If he can make the communities give him what he wants, he can he could establish some sort of pressure or control over his men. I think Simon failed in the leadership moment there when, when I don't even know what the long-haired dude did to pick the fight. Right. Yeah. You know, yeah, they should have stopped it then. I mean, Ezekiel had to tell him to stop, and then Simon waited a minute, and then then made him stop, and then the guy punched. I cl- I didn't like the scene. I was I was really just like, none of this makes sense. Right. None of this makes sense. And and then Simon being like, you know, next week is produce week, and you can't be one short. I I think they're pretty clear about what's going on here. Right. These are the things that that you can. You can. Um, this is the things that are going to cause uprisings. What I'm really trying. You can, you can rule with an iron fist, and a velvet glove, and be all the better for it. I mean, I'm just, I'm just explaining my post-apocalyptic leadership I strategy. I guess I'm, you know, I'm looking at it as more for from a, um, a non-realistic perspective. They're writing this. So the other groups do uprise. But that is what's going to happen. Right, but th- they could do that anyway. But th- the thing is, is that I think it's lazy writing. What I'm really trying to say. That's what's expected. I'm oh, not a writer. We'll, so we'll just have you know redneck beef causified and they're ruscus and and you know this group this group comes in and has instilled fear in this in these people enough to make them take half their food or whatever. Right. Supplies. And um, for nothing, it's protection. It's the mob. It's the mafia. Right. They're not really getting anything out of it, unlike the mob. And the <laughs> no, the only thing they're getting is is not dying. Not dying. They're not. You know, Egan's group's not coming in to kill them. Right. So that's yeah. it. So I just think it's it was kind of lazy. It was just it it bugged me. I'm sorry. That's all right. Yeah. You're mean, probably going to see a lot more of that. I know. I know. And I mean, it's the easy way to write it. I gotcha. <laughs> but it would be better if I, you know, if Negan found out and like took that guy's arms and beat him to death with it. There you go. Because he's like, we don't do this. We have to. I mean, because it's a fine line to keep these these people in line. And if you keep doing that kind of stuff, because together they outnumbered them. 
I'm trying to tell Negan how to keep his beating people. I, I understand. I kind of like Negan. I just want Negan. I like. I kind of want Negan to win. I like him too. I'm just saying that. I just want to be in the kingdom where they have cobbler. <laughs> Let's go back to <laughs> cobbler. Cobbler. I, w- I want to eat cobbler three times a day. So are we getting Rick in the group next week? Um, I'm sure we are. Let's let's talk about this for a minute. Carol doesn't know what's happened with the group. Morgan doesn't know what's happened with the group. Yeah. What do you think their reaction's going to be? Well, I think when Morgan, when, I don't know, I think Morgan will be all zen about it because Morgan's all zen about it. Now he's kind of teetering lately. He's he's a little lost. He even said so that he, you know, used to know. Yeah, but he'll, f- he'll find a center if right, Morgan. Right, but. I mean, everything's been taken away from him. So, he's you know, he's got to, he's got to kind of find his, his. He's just find his right. balance. I love what he said to Carol. Like, you know, he, you know, she was almost his favorite person. He knocked out. Oh yeah. And so <laughs> she was like, I almost, you know, feel sorry for trying to kill you all those times. <laughs> I feel bad for that guy who plays Morgan because he's basically playing the same role he was in Jericho. Yeah. And, and so it was like, oh, we survived the nuclear war to get to the zombies. Nice. <laughs> if you've not seen Jericho, it's on Netflix and it's amazing. But way too short, but it's really good. Carol's gonna flip out. Do you think that she will go the route of, you know, all right, I'm ready to attack these people, Carol, like she used to be? Or do you think that it'll break her? Like, Oh, it ain't going to break her. She's already been broken and built back. She's like, she's like, the zombie apocalypse is like boot camp for her. It really, I mean, you know, she had to deal with the abusive husband and all that other stuff and then losing her children. And I mean, she is, she is a new, (laughs) she's just pissed off phoenix is what she is right but she got to a point where she was tired of killing yeah but she it's the next she'll reconcile oh yeah i think she will too is the necessary evil she'll make it i mean once you kill children that's true which is still look at the flowers it's one of my favorite episodes because i did not see that coming at all like even the crazy little girls like losing their mind i right did not that's a great episode and i was like damn carol Carol's badass. <laughs> yeah, she is. But um, I I think maybe she'll team up with Maggie and they'll raise an army. And because <laughs> Maggie's got Maggie's in Carol's boat, she's got nothing. See, that's the thing. Carol's got nothing to lose. That's true. Maggie now has nothing to lose. She's got the baby. Oh yeah, she does have a baby. I forgot. Glenn Jr. That's right. She got that baby cooking. Yeah, she's got the baby. So Carol has nothing to lose, though. That's true. I mean, I think Carol's kind of on this, also this death wish kick anyway. You know, well she that's what I'm worried about. You know, <laughs> I think I oh I, no, I think I think it's being reconciled because she stayed outside the kingdom. I think I think if she turned it down, it would have been like, you know, she's off. She don't care what happens to her. Right. She's going to survive the best way she can. If not, she'll die. She's okay with that. I think she's, but I think now she's. She's willing to play along, yeah. And so a little bit, just just because you know, arrest is good. We all get weary. Yeah, I see a little romance budding there too. Between her and Morgan. Mm-mm. Her, her and Ezekiel. Her and Ezekiel. I read I read the Wikipedia because that's what I do. Well, I know what happens in the book. Oh, so uh, her, her, him, and Michonne had a thing, right? Like way back then when, and so and I f- and and so I'm I'm curious how that's gonna play off. I don't know if they're going to do that. Um, it's weird. Uh, like in the um, 
in the comics, you know, um, Andrea and Rick have a long romance. Yeah, but she didn't last that long in the show. And on the show, yeah. But what I'm saying she does in the comic books and even to the point where Carl calls her mom or no. starts calling her mom. So Carl. <laughs> Carl. Carl. So y- I, you never know. I gotta take your eye, Carl. Gotta take your hand. <laughs> Carl. Coral. Coral. I don't wanna do it, Coral. Hey Coral. <laughs> hey Coral. Coral. <laughs> Coral. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. Oh, Coral. Coral. <laughs> Coral, the kingdom has a lunch cobbler. <laughs> you want some cobbler, Coral? <laughs> it's, a, it's, a guy, it's a guy who makes lunches. Dad, we call that cooks. No, no, they're cobblers. <laughs> Dad, stop. Coral. Coral. <laughs> Coral. Oh, God. I My favorite Carl moment, though, is uh, rooftop pudding. Oh, I love the rooftop pudding. Or roof, rooftop pudding is the best. It's up there with Shane's shower wine. <laughs> <laughs> Oh yeah, and so I mean, like I said, I watched it for a while. I just, like I said, I, and it, it wasn't that I didn't get. It was kind of where I just didn't get into. I just wasn't interested enough to hit the next button to get to the next episode, and yeah. it just fell off after that. Because I got I, what's got me back in, and besides you making me watch this, <laughs> um, you're welcome. What's the world building has got me? I'm, I'm interested. I like the idea of the I kingdom. Like, yeah. I want the saviors to do better. I'm like, I can tell you how to run this organization. I'd be, I'd be a really good like second dude. I'd be like Negan's kicking ass. And I think I'd be a good Negan. Right. See, I can see. I just organize your people. That's right. <laughs> and you just bash in some heads. I think that would be a great relationship. Teamwork. We could do this. And then we could have our very own lunch cup. That's right. <laughs> but we have different ideas. Of what that is? <laughs> it's okay. As long so as we get see what's really great. About, what's great about both combining these ideas is that the lunch cobbler will also make, make cobbler. cobbler. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm calling this episode either Walking Dead. I probably will go with Walking Dead lunch cobbler. I think I like. I didn't know that was going to be as big as my topic, but I, I seriously, I and I, I'm I still in awe that you actually thought that's what that meant. I did. I was <laughs> no lie. I, I was like. That's neat. They have a cobbler for to make food. Cause I'm like, <laughs> it's the kingdom. That makes it, that made sense to me. The fact that I had so much fruit did not even occur, occur in the equation. I was like, they got a dude making breakfast. He's a cobbler. Oh no, no. That's like, all good. I was like, if they got some like some like breakfast elves that helps the cobbler, like overnight. <laughs> Oh dear God! See, it's great that I'm not wa- writing on this show. Because <laughs> it would have got weird real quick. You would have had Negan's men being polite, and you would have had a cobbler making breakfast. Right, and but lunch. Negan's men being polite is deadly. That's the thing. You make them your friends, mm-hmm. and then they murder you. Oh, that's oh, I can't believe it. that. That's drama. That's how you make drama. You don't have redneck assholes go out and kill people. I mean, it's predictable. It is predictable. And and see, that was my problem with the show. And I think I talked about this last week too. But my problem with the show was that it every season came to be our group of heroes find people worse than they are. Next season, the group of people found some people that was worse than the last people. And it was like no one really found good people. And I understand you got to have drama and you've got to have conflict. But, but there's got to be more good people. God, there's got to be something else. And they found it. They found there's several. See, I don't even trust the kingdom. I'm like, that guy's like a Satanist or the cobbler's evil. or No, no. Kingdom's fine. The kingdom, Alexandria, and the hilltop. Are decent communities. Some like like a lineup at Love Love Fair. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. We're the hilltop. 
<laughs> We're the kingdom. Actually, better yet, it's like one of those Christian rock like it does, festivals, doesn't it? right? The kingdom and the hilltop. And, and Alexandria. And Alexandria. <laughs> <laughs> I love Jesus and zombies and cobblers. All I can think of is Cartman singing that now. <laughs> what was that Christian band that he was in? Oh. Him plus four, whatever. Oh, I Faith plus one. Faith plus one, that's it. Like in here is Cartman. Right, so. God. We ain't right. Well, almost at the end of this episode, I, I, I wanted to. Uh, oh, that was a lot about The Walking Dead. Yeah, That's we awesome. did like 30 minutes on The Walking Dead, honey. It's, <laughs> it's like a little bit about our, our week, a little bit about Rocky Heart, and then it was all Walking, walking dead, dead because I went on a tangent and we had to talk about cobblers. Um, uh, I, I'm going to let you take over from here, but it's uh, November is uh, no shave uh, November, so yeah, take um, it away. So uh, it's the Movember campaign. Um, every This is my fifth year actually raising funds for this. A um, uh, long time ago, in 2004, my dad was diagnosed with prostate cancer. And um, he uh, got some experimental treatment. That he was given six months to live at that time, and he was um, decided to take some experimental treatment and um, gave us 11 extra years with him, which is awesome. Um, he did pass away last year uh, with the prostate cancer. But the funding for this, why it's so important for me, is um, the funding does go to um, research, which basically funds these experimental treatments, mm-hmm. um, you know, to help actually find a cure for these diseases. And, and my dad had a really bizarre, um, aggressive form of prostate cancer. He had so the Negan of prostate cancer. It was pretty bad. It was pretty bad. But w- the treatment that he received, which was experimental, is now a standard that's helping men, you know, live many years longer so hopefully um long story short i am very excited about this campaign every year because you know not only does it does it affect um um, prostate cancer but it also funds research for testicular cancer and um also men's um mental health awareness as well so any kind of um disease that affects men only this is, you know, that kind of research. So very, very important. Um, I do have a page that you can go to. We'll link it at the in our show notes. Yeah, it's um, it's a Movember page. I can go ahead and tell you what that is. Hold on one second. I should have already looked this up like a crazy person. She should have had her cell I phone I should have done it. I should have done this already. <laughs> you, I'm, just, I'm getting it. I'm, getting yeah, it. I'm yeah. surprising you with Cobbler. I know. It was Cobbler. Well, we'll have it linked. Yeah, we'll put the we'll yeah. We'll we're gonna put the link on there because um, tr- realistically, if it, if anyone's like me, I'm really interested in it, but I'm not gonna write it down while I'm driving or sleeping or whatever. How I right. listen to this, so but yeah. The link to donate um, will be on the page. I also will have it on my Twitter and yeah, we'll my be run it through social media. So yeah, it's gonna be all over the place. But um, you know, I I am asking for your donations, and if you can't donate, then please share the page and and what give a dollar we can give a dollar yeah, give, give a, a dollar give a dollar anything yeah. would be awesome because so i mean as a guy i like 
you know everything that to I want everything to work properly and not go crazy. That's true. And as a lady, you like guy parts and you want them to work right. I probably. like guy parts. I do. <laughs> so, you know. I also like my guys to be around. Right. So, <laughs> so and and not crazy. So you know. right. You know, healthy and and alive is good. That's what we shoot. We strive for. Yeah. I mean, a little crazy is all right. All right. Well, you have to to, yeah. to podcast. I like you. Yeah. So I'm saying. <laughs> have to to podcast. Well. That's it, though. That was it. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, then, uh, like I said, the link will be at the show notes, so definitely check it out. Um, you can follow me at at Scotty White on the Twitter. Um, you can follow the network at, at Mopcast Network uh, on Twitter as well. Go to Facebook.com slash Mopcast Network. Uh, like the Facebook page. Definitely like the Facebook page because we're, like I said, uh, hopefully starting next week. If not, but definitely this month we're going to start doing these live and so it'd be fun uh, come come play with us we'll we'll do all kinds of stuff i may even do giveaways who knows it'll be awesome uh, it's gonna be fun uh, oh actually speaking of giveaways uh because i i i should have did this last week and i, I didn't so um scotty stopped playing the blues music <laughs> <laughs> um so a week ago i gave away an asaka uh asaka an ahsoka tano uh pop funko pop cool. that was a hot topic exclusive and uh it went to Dan uh, DiGiorno, I hope I did that one. DiGiorno, Giordano, DiGiorno. There we go. Jen DiGiorno. There we go. It takes me thirty tries. Um, and uh, she was in California, and she got it. And she took a great picture of of, of her Ahsoka out, and so I'm going to share that picture as well. That's great. And so, um, and then uh, last week I gave away a Captain Rex toy, and it's going to our friend Nick in Canada. Cool. And so, uh, Nick Nicholas Anger is his name. And if for any reason you feel like you would like to thank us by sending me a package of chicken bones candy, I would be very happy with that because I can't get that in the states. Well, if you're, <laughs> if you're listening, Mr. Anger, <laughs> help a lady out. I need some chicken bones. Uh, this week I'm giving away a Darth uh, Malgus figure because. Because I can, I'm trying to do giveaways every week. I think that's awesome. Because so you know, and I like Star Wars stuff, so um, we're, I'm giving away Star Wars stuff while I have it. All for you. Just enjoy it. You know, just follow and re- retweet. That's all we ask. So definitely uh, follow uh, Facebook.com/slash/MopcastNetwork uh, so you can watch our live shows. You can follow Stephanie at Stephanie S Ward One on the Twitter, or you can find me on Facebook, Stephanie Ward, Stephanie Stockwell Ward. Very very cool. Instagram. You know what your Instagram is? I have no idea. Mine is Scotty White. I, I don't know. I'd have to look. Hold on. No, it's okay. No, I want to know now. I want to know. Instagram is new for me. I'm still like playing with the Instagram <sighs> thing because, you know, I don't think about just taking pictures of myself. Well, Why are you looking up? It is always Stephanie. <laughs> you can't remember that. Well, I do now. <laughs> it's always Stephanie. Always Stephanie. That's your, your email address, too. I know. So That's probably why I left it. <laughs> right, so I can like, remember this it. This is easy. There you go. I need a brain cobbler. <laughs> <laughs> so there you go. Um, uh, oh, one last thing before we go. Yes. I am doing the National, um, national uh, Novel Writing Month. I'm participating this year. Yay. Uh, so we're recording this on November 2nd so that's the second day Um, I haven't written anything today but last night I wrote 1600 words that's awesome so when I get off here I will try to write more so at the moment this week's workout 1600 (laughs) 
I can't to, wait to read it. I'm trying to keep track of it. So, uh, you know, I mean, the website does too, but I'm just trying to go to myself and do you know, writing more because I will be like, oh, look, shiny enough. Right. I'm terrible at it. <laughs> I, I can't even imagine. All righty. This is our contribution to the multiverse. Go out and make yours. Bye. Let's call it. watching our lyric video. We've been getting a lot of requests from you guys, so we're going to upload some more video like this on our YouTube. So stay tuned, and I hope you enjoy. Wake me up, I'm still alive. Close your eyes and sing for me. Touch the sky and take me Wake me up before the dawn Call my name up in the air Tonight you're mine within my dream With all my heart I wish my every memory never
Thanks for listening. You can follow us on Twitter at Mopcast Network, on Facebook.com slash Mopcast Network, or just visit us at Mopcast.com. And remember, this is our contribution to the multiverse. Go out and make yours. Thank you for listening to the Mopcast Network.